The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and A.J. Applegar. Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. Right, right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, fan of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. Clean Shaven. I don't know if I recognize you, man. What the hell is happening here? What's up, AJ? My... No, I guess I wasn't the other day. No. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, nope. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, a, that's, uh... that's a new one. Uh, I don't know. I, I decided to go into work yesterday, so I got a haircut before I went back into work because it was like everybody report back to work day. So, uh. all right, yeah, thing. All right. So, uh, you know, as as as, uh, as we as we learned on Tuesday, your uh, your vacation unfortunately did not happen, but uh, you uh, that is correct. You are trying to. Um, Enjoy yourself as much as possible, and uh, you were telling me you were uh, imbibing a little bit before the show, so it should be a good one. <laughs> that is also correct. <laughs> good times, good times. Um, yeah, just uh, tonight we're going to be talking the wonderful division of the AAC South. Uh, it should be should be good times. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, this is a this is a rough division, man. I'm not gonna lie, uh, it's a bad one. Um, so, yeah. But before we move on, just want to remind everybody: hit that like button, that subscribe button. Uh, give us, you know, uh, the sorry, the uh, bleh, I can talk. I swear, I haven't been drinking for the show. I just yeah. can't talk right now. Who's the trouble? Uh, I can't talk right now. <laughs> give us those reviews, those five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, all the support helps, and. Um, also, just want to remind everybody to please, uh, you know, if you tuned into the show on Tuesday, um, please uh, donate to MS. Uh, we did a, a big, a big uh, Scott Fishbowl themed show. A lot of great guests on, and um, yeah, just uh, the 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 link is fantasysixpack.net slash donate. We're up to over eleven hundred dollars, about half, you know, halfway in between to. Uh, to uh, twelve hundred, would love to kind of tap it out at, at fifteen. It, it, you know, if if we can get there by, I think I, I left it open until the thirteenth. So, uh, you know, I, I keep tweeting about it. So go ahead and, and hit that link there. Thought I just made a ticker thing for it, but it seemed to have totally disappeared. Um, I don't know what the hell just happened to it. So, all right. Anyway, I don't know. What I'm doing this. Is why Scott? This is why Jeff pushed the buttons and not me. So, um, anyway, um. Let's bring in our guest for the evening. Um, her name is Linda. Goes by, uh, and I man, I'm I don't want to. Uh, I don't want. You want me to say it? I, I have Linda Leons, right? Or Linda? No, damn it! I know Lindellians. Thank you. Yes. I have said it like eight hundred times, and I knew I was going to screw it up when I got to the point of the show. Um, but anyway, how's it going? Um, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. As I said before the show, I'm not, not going to talk about the AFC South and not drink. I do feel like a fraud. I only brought five Trulies back here. And not <laughs> only six, five so, Trulies. So. Yeah. 
No, it's all good. All right. Well, I mean, so welcome to the fantasy five pack. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all just good. Just but uh, we we will do our uh, we call it the beer of the week. But you know, it could be drink of the week this week. So let's let's get to it. Mm, beer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so we already know what you're drinking, Linda. AJ, uh, what you got on tap? Uh, I am drinking the Suburban Home from Aslin, no D, Jeff, uh, beer company. And uh, yeah, it's a double something or other. Oh, IPA. That's right. That's oh, I mean, go I figure. Go so, figure. yes, a double <laughs> IPA, if you will, 8.3. I don't know. That's it's pretty good. I like it. Good stuff. I'm drinking a uh, it's a collaboration beer between Oliver Brewing and Monument City Brewing. It's Monumental Celebration. Also a double IPA. This one's a dry hop IPA, Citra Mosaic and El Dorado hops, eight percenter. Um, I gave it a four and a quarter on Untapped, and for some reason I don't know. Like this actually has been in my fridge for like a couple months now. I don't know if it just like went bad, but this one doesn't taste as good as the other two, three I had. Um, it feels like really watered down for some reason. I don't know what the hell is going on with this one. But uh, Did this you would not drink multiple other beers before opening that. No, because I usually like when I buy stuff, those are like the first ones I try that night. Mm. So, so I don't well, know. Yeah. So my point remains. Did you try the other three or four that you bought no. that night first? I usually buy two four packs at a time. Try one, then maybe the other. So, okay. I don't know. It's all right, though. It's beer. I'll drink it. All right. Uh, so we are all in Scott Fish. I just want to touch on this real quick. Um, how is your team going along? What division are you in, Linda? Stuff like that. Well, I'm in the Nickelback division because nobody – like, what do people love to hate more than kickers and Nickelback? Felt, <laughs> felt appropriate. And uh, it was going swimmingly round one. I was like, I'm taking Justin Herbert at 105. I had my plan. I wanted to be a little bit different than than the uh, chalk picks at the front. I think he has really good potential this year, so I knew I was going to do that. And then uh, after that, whew, well, I got a little off track. I went uh, Herbert, Nick Chubb, which I was fine with, and then I yeah. decided to take Mark Andrews, which I hadn't uh, toyed with at all previous to the draft. And then I really panicked in round four, and I took – uh, Adam Thielen at wide receiver eleven, which is a little ballsy, but but I I proved early. Yeah. It was but I'm actually surprised that the eleventh receiver went off in the fourth round in your league. We were at like wide receiver yeah. six, seven, and eight in our league at that point. Like receivers went off really early in years. Uh, yeah. The I don't. Every time I look at the board, there's value that I don't expect to be there, and I'm like, there's got to be one position that we're just like depleting completely. Turns out it was quarterback because when it was time for for me to take my QB two, I took him in the I took Daniel Jones in the eighth round. He was QB twenty six, and the terrible. only like solid 
starting quarterback left on the board. Like the only one that ha- has the starting job for 2021. So that's not bad. Daniel Jones went in round six in ours. So quarterbacks are flying a little earlier than mine in, in mine than yours. So uh, Oof, it got bleak. It felt it, like it got uh, bleak it so did. fast. I had to have it a reach for David Carr in the sixth at QB 20. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I wouldn't. I always do David. Yeah, I always do David Carr. I don't know why. It's literally every single every single year I do that. Um, but the good news with Derek Carr is that I do get to pair with Waller. So like, at least I've got that. Like, let's call it a stack. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna make Darren myself Waller. feel better and say that. that. <laughs> I thought Darren Waller was gonna fall to me like. Kelsey fell so far, and I was like, well, that's going to push Kittle and, and Waller down. And Kittle actually went before Waller, and then, but they both went like two before me. Oh, did you sure. did you pass on Kittle to take Herbert? No, I passed on Kelsey to take Herbert. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, Kelsey. Here's the thing. I did a lot of mocks where I took Kelsey first, and I just didn't like the way that my team yeah. built out. And even then, I was like, if he call, if he comes to me at 105, I'm taking Kelsey. But then, like, when push comes to sh- shove, I was like, I got to take his I value. Take his value position draft, like, it's just, I know. It's so it was- nasty. He scores so many more points. He was like the 11th ranked player last year. <laughs> That's it's crazy. Insane. <laughs> insane. That includes I quarterbacks. I'm, yeah. I know. I'm still not, I'm not like, I don't think you could. I'm not like comfortable with any Scott Fishbowl picks, but I did. I feel like I corrected the ship after the Thielen <laughs> thing. Yeah, but I'm like at this point, we're in round. T- uh, I think I'm waiting on my twelfth round pick. I don't care about ADP or reaching or whatever anybody says. I'm just gonna get my guys at this. Yeah, point. absolutely. I have faith in and uh, because you can't trade or like do anything to acquire them after the fact, and I like to cheer for the dudes I like. So. You're uh, apparently you're uh, you're friends with with uh, a guy in my league, JB from uh, Razball, and uh, yeah. he he absolutely hates me right now. Um, I've literally <laughs> made five picks, so you know reversals, right? I've made five picks in front of him. Four of them I've taken his guy. Uh, before <laughs> the, the one show. pick in front of him, oh yeah, he yells he yells at me every single pick. I sent uh, I sent a tweet to like our group chat. We do a Monday podcast. I met all the like a group of four guys I met last year in Scott Fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And then we did like a best ball league, and we just kind of kept it was like us cool. five that chatted all the time. So now we hang out on Mondays and do a podcast and bullshit. It's, can I say that? Yeah, I don't yes. care. Okay. <laughs> Should have asked beforehand. Uh, but JB is when I sent him the uh, text that I was coming on here, he was like, "Get him!" I was like, "Get him!" What? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, he hates me. So he sent a tweet out earlier today. Uh, and it's going to be too long to find it, but he's basically writing like uh, a draft recap as he goes along. And in round seven, which was the last, the last one before this, now he hasn't picked yet because. Uh, I took his guy. I think he's, he's just sitting here like, but uh, no, because I picked it. I took Justin Robinson right uh, in front of him, and um, so the last Jane time was Robinson. Cooper. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. I, Are I you suck. sure you haven't been drinking? God, I dude, swear, as much wine as I've had today, you were way more off than I am. I talk too fast. Uh, so the last time I took Cooper yeah, Cup, and he I'm wanted sure. to match him with Stafford. And I, he was like, damn you. So, like, after that pick, he wrote and he shared his little snippet about his round seven pick. And he's like, I'm really starting to hate Joe Bond. I never met him before this, but he sneaked me three out of four times so far. And now it's 
five out of four or four out of five. So it's just so fun. I'm like, I, this is just the whole goal of my draft now. It's just to piss you off. Like, this is it. Because I'm not winning this thing. Let's be real. <laughs> if you need any intel, just come to me. I know. All right. All right. I got A. Hey, JB, you hear that? I got the inside now. <laughs> You're totally going down. <laughs> JB's article is going to come out and it's going to look like Tourette's. It's just just going to be titled, I I hate Joe Bond. (laughs) Motherfucking shit. Damn it, Joe. Uh, AJ, what's your your team looking like so far, man? Uh, I I guess better than the AFC South. Um, (laughs) That's not hard. Maybe. I uh, started with Waller at the 1-8, uh, yep. took Chubb, then wrapped back around on the reverse and took uh, CEH over some other guys. Ooh, waiting, on, that, waiting on quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was QB1 in round six. Um, Ballsy. QBs were, were flying off in the first round, then they kind of settled down into round three and four um, and really five. So I, I kind of just went off the rails in round five and didn't know what I was doing. So I took um, uh, ETN. I I don't know. Um, I I didn't hate it. I don't know if I really love it at this point. But You're looking the at eight, so that's the that's the he was RB five. That's the five five. Yeah, he went RB twenty four in mine. So RB twenty two is not bad, but it was yeah, RB twenty four was the a lot of the ones I looked at end he was of the close. sixth for for me. He was uh, it was between him and Gaskin for running back, and I really just yeah. wanted a third, you know, running back I could somewhat depend on. Who are your quarterbacks though? I'm getting there. Um, and then it was basically between Damn, them sorry. and maybe Michael <laughs> Thomas, Lamb, and and uh, DJ Moore were kind of my receivers I was targeting there. They all went before it came back to me. So I panicked and took a guy that I know quite well and one we will talk about here shortly, and that is Mr. Carson Wentz um, uh, over Baker, over Tua, over Carr for the you know mini stack. Um and over a handful of other guys. I mean, he's got a little more upside than those guys. Like, if he can bounce back, that you know, and you needed to take a stab at your QB1 to try to get some upside. Well, yeah, I, I didn't really have anything to lose, but I totally snaked the guy after me. Um, uh, hashtag brother butthole. Um, what? That's, that's a, it's bud, B-U-D. That is not D. what you said. It's definitely not what you said. That's what I said. Come on. Okay. Brother Bud Hole. Okay. Um, he is, Pronunciation uh, matters, AJ. I know it does. And <laughs> who are you talking to here? I am the king of grammar and uh, yeah, pronunciation. you did that on purpose. This, this, yeah, Linda's so, gonna call you out too. She, she knows <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, this guy, he was yeah. like panicking. He was pulling a JB because he's like, "Oh, what the hell, man! You, you totally sniped my Wentz pick. Now, now I got to go back to the drawing board here." I'm like. I sniped Wentz from you, and we were the only two people that didn't have a QB one yet. So well, then that would do it. Yeah, it, it there was you go. funny. <laughs> but did 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 hole um at official Bud Hole 
I just want to see like Beavs a butthead right now, man. Just be like butthole. Yeah, but, but, yeah it's butthole. Like, Come on. Pronounced correctly, it's it's, it's pretty. That's too awful. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, so, let's yeah, get moving so along I went, here. I went with Wentz. Then I I was really hoping Woods would make it back. He got me back and sniped Woods from me. So I took uh, I took Cup. Right. And... I'm gonna I'm on the clock right. Like I literally just went. Ah. On the clock. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, we did this a few times on the show on Tuesday. Let's let's do it. What you got? But I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna lock up a QB three. Yeah, and what... the only one I'm comfortable with, and the only guy that like I posted about liking in some twat on Twitter was like, "This is why women shouldn't play fantasy football." Oh is Mac gosh. Jones? So like, I want to go. I would have gone Mac Jones QB two if I knew he was gonna start. I don't yeah. know when he might start. But I have all my quarterbacks, wide receivers, and a good tight end, and my kicker. So I feel like you already have a he's kicker. Come back all right. Me. Oh yeah, I took Tyler Bass way too early. All right. So just curious, what other QBs are there? Pooh. Jimmy G, nah. Cam, which I don't. I, I mean, mean, like I know he gets the goal <laughs> line, but ugh. No, he's terrible. Drew Locke, my guy. <laughs> really not great you, you and you and you and our boy davis paying for fantasy six pack need to talk man he is like a drew lock lover dude like I, him and mel gordon like i'm like are you a denver broncos fan he's like no not really i'm like what <laughs> you love both of these guys like something's up man <laughs> i i like drew i think drew lock deserves a chance and i'm a broncos fan and like everybody's like but what about rogers and i don't think we're getting rogers and i know what Teddy B can do and we've only seen like 18 games from Drew Locke so I'm just not ready to give up I have a Trevor Simeon jersey in my closet right now okay I I'm a homer (laughs) hey you do you I like it I I just I don't know none none of those none of those guys really caught up as your QB three I feel like maybe you can go a little you know go the upside with like a guy like Mac or or, you know somebody who might not be starting right away and just kind of you know Hopefully the bye weeks fall right was, for you, and, yeah. and they're starting at that point. Or like you know somebody like Darnold sitting there still. Like I know that no, seems awful, but like he's not I'm, there. Okay, because <laughs> like that would be that would be somebody who you could you know who would be only quarterbacks with questionable like start. Like you don't know if they're going to start all season okay. or left. Goff gone, everybody gone. Besides, hmm. like they might start. So okay. That's what, and also if he does well, I am gonna talk so much shit. As you should. <laughs> so like, as like, you should. That's like part Don't of it. I hold a grudge. <laughs> I hold a grudge for sure. We're taking victory laps after the one week he throws like two touchdowns. Oh yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm so done. fast. Then <laughs> just leave Twitter. Forever. Do it. You know, do, do your thing. Get get your guy. That's what you said you wanted to do. Is get your guy. Yeah, we're gonna do it. All right, All right, we can talk about the AFC South now. All right, yeah. let's let's get to it here. So AFC South fantasy football preview here. Um, again, not a pretty division. Uh, it's just uh, it's one of those unfortunate divisions where we've got a lot of young up and coming teams. We've got one sort of dominant team in in the division, and then. We've got a team that we literally just have no idea what they are going to be this year um, for many, many and, reasons. And not because of Bill O'Brien. 
<laughs> yes, for once, it's Who not his fault. Um, it's partially his fault because I think he Maybe started this. this yeah. you, know, you can always tie him he, back into it. But. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he is a reason for the uh, awfulness of this team. But um, moving on here. So we like to start the, the divisions with one just general football question, not not really fantasy related. And And the question for this division is, Tennessee seems to be the only like team in this division that really stands a chance and that they're not in full rebuild mode. Um, that said, like, are any of the other three teams that, you know, any of, any of those three think that you can, they can challenge Tennessee at, at any way? I think the, the team I would bank on challenging Tennessee is the Colts. That offensive line is sick, mm-hmm. nasty. I like Frank Reich. I like uh, Naheem Hines, uh, Jordan Taylor. That's not his name. Jonathan Taylor. Man, you pulled a me. I, yeah, I'm not the only one. <laughs> that's for that's because I corrected you so quick on the car thing that karma was like, yeah. sit down. Yeah. Um, Hold up. But <laughs> I like that running back room. I like the coach. I think Carson mm-hmm. Wentz has – I don't think Carson Wentz is going to come out and be his same MVP caliber, but I think he is going to do just fine behind that offensive line in that offense. I like Michael Pittman. I like T.Y. Hilton just fine. Uh, so I would say I, I think that's the team that I – and we'll talk about my disdain for uh, one of the other teams in this division as we go along, but I think that's the team I would pick to really challenge Tennessee. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think they're the only one who even stands a chance. Uh, obviously, Houston's going through their troubles. Jacksonville's is too young still at this point, um, and the defense is pretty garbage. Uh, AJ, any other? No. Nah, I think we're no. we're done. We can move on. <laughs> Fair enough. I like it. So, uh, moving on here to quarterbacks, what we do is we do a little QB. Uh, we do a little ADP run of through, through the uh, the main targets. For the division, and then we get into some questions. Um, QB ADP: Ryan Tannehill sitting at eleven right now. Trevor Lawrence is at fifteen. Carson Wentz is at seventeen, and then we drop all the way to Deshaun Watson at thirty-five and Tyrod Taylor at thirty-six. Um, Proud of the Hokies. Let's go, go Hokies! Yep. Uh, so. Start here with Houston is obviously the big story of the entire offseason right now with this division. And the uncertainty surrounding Deshaun Watson won't get into all of that. But uh, with him not being there, let's let's say he's not there, right? Which all signs are pointing to him not being there, even regardless if the lawsuit is not settled. Um, Do we finally see Tyrod taking advantage of this starting opportunity or do does he get replaced by uh totally forgetting who the rookie's name is even at this point davis mills uh, yeah i mean does he get replaced by him like halfway of the year because that seems to be what taylor does man he he's a bridge quarterback yeah and only like a half season bridge it's like yeah. i feel bad for him a little bit that being said davis mills is the quarterback that like he's especially in startups and stuff where he's not i i don't think in like dynasty startups, you can get him super late. And I think he's like a one year deal. If Houston is terrible again this year and all signs point to that happening, they'll have a high round pick and maybe they go quarterback. So I wouldn't like bank on him for 
any significant amount of time. But in redraft, I think it's definitely a situation you can keep an eye on. But I'm not targeting any. <laughs> yes, yes. Another another uh, hey. fellow boys and men or division guy here. Uh, yeah, that was super unfortunate. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. Was it unfortunate it was. or was it somehow on purpose from the <laughs> doctors? Like ah, Justin Herbert's bro. so good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, oh. uh, Did Herbert hire goons to attack? I know it is, Jeff. Leave me alone. I refuse to pronounce it Tyrod. Uh, he's been Tyrod <laughs> since my Virginia Tech days. And then like 10 years into his NFL career, he's like, oh, by the way, it's Tyrod. Nope. Too late. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. No. You, you, no. <laughs> you, you should have fixed like, that initially. Boy, I'm going to smack that shit off your face. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, not not <laughs> happening. Um, Tyrod. <laughs> like an automobile part. Spelled oh differently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, even even if Taylor, even <laughs> even if Taylor starts, like I just don't know what we can expect from him. Like, and you know, the offense doesn't have – I mean, they've – Brandon Cooks – I mean, he's not a receiver one. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna like dominate defenses. Like he's just not. And Taylor isn't that kind of quarterback. He's a check down, short passing, and then like when he can't find his first read, he runs. Right, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. So I, I don't really know what to expect from Taylor. Not much. I'm sort of staying away from this team in general. Me too, yeah. except for with like with a very small asterisk uh, to the running back room. And I suggested this maybe a month and a half ago on Twitter. I was like, you know, running back depth. I'm talking about free, free rounds. Yes. Free is Philip Lindsay, a guy yep. that we saw run two seasons worth of a thousand yards and then was injured last season. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, we knew it. He sucked. I'm like, you're just getting on board now because you wanted to be right the first two years. Yeah. And um, people did not like that suggestion. I'm not saying he should be your RB2, but I think he'll be a fine depth piece. I think he's more sturdy than David Johnson. He's cheaper than David Johnson. So if there's like somebody in that backfield that I'm targeting, uh, it's Phil Lindsay. I have somebody in my Scott Fishbowl League listening and watching. He's my boy, like in round fifteen or so. Like I need to get him. <laughs> I'm gonna get sniped now, thank you. <laughs> my bad. JB, pay attention. <laughs> it's actually a different JB, actually. It's just funny. Yeah, um, there's not the way same too one. many JBs. Because you're also yeah. technically, technically JB. also JB. Yeah. It is funny. Ooh. Uh yeah, we talked about that in, in the Boys Men chat. So um Anyway, moving on, AJ, go ahead. That's that's why I prefer With... to be AJ, because then, you know, I just get butt-dialed by every single person that has me in their phone. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, so let's move on to it's them Josh. little little horsies, the Colts. Uh, will Mr. Carson Wentz get back to his MVP caliber play now that he's reunited with Mr. Frank Reich um, and actually has a solid O-line blocking for him this time. I know we kind of already mentioned this. You you don't necessarily think he'll be MVP caliber, but let's go into it a little bit more here. Like, what, what can we reasonably expect from Wentz? I think Wentz will be a solid QB too. Like, I think he's a great plug and play for the weeks that, like, if in redraft you take a quarterback 
uh, early like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen, somebody like that that you plan to have all season? Because usually for redraft, I'll take one quarterback, and when they hit bye week, I just drop the sucker and start streaming. Yeah. Uh, but if if you take a high end QB one, then having somebody like Wentz, uh, I think is a really smart play, and not de- uh, depending on the waiver wire, but like legitimately taking Wentz at the end of your draft to have him on your bench for injury sake or if if they're going to miss a bye week. So I, I think he has a QB2 upside for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I I got to watch him a lot in Philly, but, you know, he was he was up and down and, and I've gone on record numerous times, at least last season, for how his poor his accuracy was. Um, and I don't know if that was because the O-line was always injured. It was always breaking down, and he had to think quicker and, and do whatever. Some of it might have been that, but there, there was some throws where he was sitting in the pocket, and he just totally missed his target. Um, so I'm really hoping, A, for my Scott Fish team, and B, for <laughs> you know all the, the hate that he got from – Philly fans and possibly deservedly so, but um, that, that he can turn it around and that Frank Reich can, can get back into his head and, and really just get him right because he, he's a talented guy. Uh, he's a smart player. He just needs to be able to have the time to think about stuff and not be, you know, getting his ass kicked all the time. Um, I, I think it's a confidence thing, really, with him, and he just lost his confidence. Um, when you play as well as you did, and then you get injured, and then you see, you know, the best quarterback of all time, Mr. Big Dick Nick, come in and, oh and win a Super Bowl for, <laughs> you know, the the true city of angels. Not sorry, Los Angeles, go f yourself. It's Philly, wow. um, brotherly love. Man, I mean. how are you ever going to compete with that it's like bd ends up here like the rocky statue and you're like next i'm like hey man hey hey hey, i got you there i got you to that mountain doesn't matter bdn ran up the stairs bro he was the one that was on (laughs) on the film oh man so that's my piece i don't know joe thoughts i mean just real quick i i do think he has some upside mentioned that as you said you picked him uh yeah I am nervous about him, though. I'm not in a normal redraft league. I'm not going to rely on him. You know, in super flex, maybe he can be a QB two, um, but you know, and I think in a normal redraft league, he's probably going to end up being like a streamer in most cases. He just until he can prove that he's a accurate and he can stay healthy and and you know actually work with this team again. I. Uh, I, it's it's going to be hard to push that draft button on him. So, moving on here to the last team we've got for the quarterbacks, and it's Jacksonville, and obviously Trevor Lawrence, big time prospect coming out of college and Clemson. Uh, he's been that way for you know pretty much. He was called the number one pick like three years ago. Um, it was just obvious. Jacksonville wins the uh, win, wins the uh, lottery to get him, and um, but. I mean, what can we really expect from him in his rookie campaign with that team, new coaching staff, new everything? Listen, 
<laughs> I do not like Urban Meyer. <clears throat> I don't oh, trust. No. You and me, you I don't, and me both. <laughs> I don't trust any offensive piece on that team except for Trevor Lawrence. He's the only one I would be willing to draft in that in that offense just because I don't know what the hell Urban Meyer is doing. I don't think Urban Meyer knows what the hell he's doing. I don't think he's going to be there very long. And uh, for all of those reasons, I do think Trevor Lawrence will be just fine in that offense. I think he has low-end QB1 upside. Um, and what you, I think you said he was going QB15. Yeah, right now, according to Fancy Pros, his ADP is 15. I have him ranked I, higher than that, so that's a that's a Yeah, I don't, think that, yeah I don't think that's terrible at all. Um, I, but, yeah, I think he has QB12. QB eleven, QB twelve overall upside, so it's a value. But like I said, that's a, I, I think he'll do just fine in that offense. But otherwise, that offense is terrifying to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as worried about Lawrence. And, and as a Gators fan, I did like Urban Meyer for a period of time, uh, but then he went to Ohio State, and my disdain for him started and grew heavily. Um, I I just think I I don't know if this is going to be another Gators coach comes to the NFL and tries to turn a team into you know the run and gun college game like the old ball coach did for the football team that uh, used to be known as the Redskins. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean I, I like that Lawrence has ETN there um, as his kind of scapegoat, if you will, or, you know, safety net. Um, but I, you know, Tebow's there. We'll talk about him later. I don't even know what to make of that yet. Um, Urban, like you said, I mean, I, I don't know if he'll be there long either. I mean, the guy got out of coaching because he had heart problems. Right. And now he's like, uh, no, I'm going to go the Gruden route and be an analyst, you know, on TV for a little bit. And well, I missed the game. Uh, I'm going to go back into it. Uh, I mean, dude, do you care about your health? I mean, I no. don't, maybe he's fine. Maybe he's better. Maybe the, uh, you know, being on TV helped him fix that. I don't really know how that would physically work. Um, or chemically, but whatever. Drugs are, are weird things sometimes. So, and you're probably on drugs if you really like Jacksonville. So, I mean, <laughs> more power to you. You're on drugs if you like Urban Meyer. Uh, sorry, I do, I'm yes. not a big fan. Yeah. I just I do, don't like him, and I know you used to like him because he you are a closet he, Florida he Gators won. fan. I'm not a closet Gators fan. A, um, and. And that that's a that's a terrible term to use. All right, we're 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 above using in the closet now, mm-hmm. Joe. Okay, thanks for calling me out. Anyway, yeah. let's move on to some running backs here. Um, so starting with the ADP, we got a couple studs here: Derrick Henry at number three, Jonathan Taylor number seven. And a bit of a drop-off. we got Travis Etienne at 25, James Robinson at 30, David Johnson 33, Naeem Hines at 45, Philip Lindsay 49, Marlon Mack 58. Eh, put him here for good measure. Mark Ingram 66 and Darrington Evanson 68. Uh, going right back to Houston to start. 
Uh, I mean, it was a tiny bit of a bounce back for David Johnson. Like nothing exciting, but I mean, do we think he's the favorite to carry that backfield now that they have signed Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram and Rex Burkhead? Uh, I mean, we already mentioned Philip Lindsay and, and I like him late just as much as you do, but, uh, I'm still not really sure where this backfield's headed. No, I don't think anybody is sure. I'm not sure the Houston Texans are sure. <laughs> I like David Johnson just fine. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I hold a grudge. I took him uh, first overall the year that he broke his wrist. So we have some beef, and that might play into my fade a little bit, but uh, I just worry about the uh like his joints in general and i think he'll do just fine it's i think it'll be a commit like the purest form of committee you could ever think about in that backfield so for me i'll take the cheaper options but if you believe in him then i don't see any problem taking your guy at his 80 he's still incredibly cheap so I don't think his price should be any kind of deterrent from taking him. I I literally have like nothing to say about this backfield. <laughs> it's just kind of like it's Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Rex Burkhead. Eh. If those guys weren't there, if, like if two of those guys weren't there, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be all in on Philip Lindsay. But they're all there. They're all going to get work. I, I mean, I'll take Philip Lindsay like you know as super late as we can, but. I, it, not gonna I mean, be like crushed. It's just a, a dart. Yeah, it's just yeah. a dart throw. I mean, I know I like got on you for you know. <sighs> I am going to burn Twitter to the ground if somebody snipes Rex Burkhead for me and Scott Fish. <laughs> hey. Let it be known. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, yeah. Maybe we should just move on to I Andy. Have, I have <laughs> some pretty heavy beef with David Johnson as well. Uh, I owned him in a keeper league. We're not calling and... it owning anymore, AJ. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, I got to call you out. rostered him. Yes. <laughs> um, in heavy uh, air quotes. Um, <laughs> as a player that I was allowed to roster for multiple years in that type of league setup, um, again, this is an imaginary game we're playing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The injuries just got they've to zapped, me. They've zapped him. Uh, you know, He's Lindsay done. was good for two years. Then he suffered an injury. And like you said, the truthers were out saying, told you. And they, you know, got to stand on their little pedestals. Mark Ingram has had some success here and there mostly in Baltimore where it's a run first team, but you know, what did he really do last year? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, I had a Scott Fishbowl. I know. <laughs> yeah. I might as well. <laughs> that was terrible. I was so excited. Was, I had him and Lamar. It was like, Oh, I've got the best two running backs for Baltimore. <laughs> that got me nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Linda likes of me. all of these guys, <laughs> I feel like, Burkhead might actually be the one to get the goal line work. I mean, bold call. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think you could call any like he could be like Mark Ingram's going to have a thousand yards, and I'd be like, that's sure. 
whatever yeah. you want. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that, that is fifty. That is like Could fifty happen. yards a game this season, by the way. If anybody's not counting, oh. it's like fifty-two yards a game is a thousand yards, and people can be like, "Oh, there's a thousand-yard rusher last year." That's not good anymore, <laughs> like, yeah. especially with seventeen games. Stop Guess it! What Derrick Henry <laughs> ran for two thousand last yeah. year. Yeah. Don't you think um, he's getting tired? He's got to be so tired. I'd be so fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. He's like, um, hear me? Somebody? Come on. <laughs> yeah. What is this Gatorade shit? I need yeah. a vodka. Spike this fucking <laughs> thing that we're going to dump on this coach soon. All, All right, right. Let's, let's move, move on, on here to Andy. Back, back to Something a little more interesting. Um, so... I mean, Jonathan Taylor is really high on, I feel like, everybody's board this year. Um, do you think we're going to see him continue on this breakout trail that he kind of finished off 2020 with? Or is there going to be some kind of a sophomore slump involved this year? And, you know, Marlon Mack is still there and apparently healthy. So... I think he's Jonathan Taylor. It's that uh, when you set those high expectations, like RB seven and ADP, and then he doesn't perform that well. Like that's, I think that's when you have to move in. Um, I'm worried he's not going to meet expectations this year. I think a healthy Marlon Mack. I think Naheem Hines still takes passing down work from him. And I know we saw him do a lot of great things last season. We also saw him have super mediocre games. And uh, everybody was so high on him already that any slight bit of good that happened was going to skyrocket him. Uh, So I am tempering my expectations for 2021 Jonathan Taylor. I won't won't have any Jonathan Taylor because I'm not going to take him at at RB7. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think he's getting a little too much hype um, for for what was it like four games that he absolutely blew up against really shitty defenses. So that has to play into it. Um, you know, I their schedule is somewhat favorable again this year. So I, I do weigh that in when I'm drafting and whatnot. So say um, they do play Houston twice, the Jacks twice. <laughs> like, can't yeah, forget about that. So they, like, they, it does matter. But again, they I hear have you. The, a pretty favorable schedule. I hear you. Um, the worry is there. The problem with me is like early on, he didn't really get used. And you got you got to remember with the rookies last year, right? They didn't get training camp. They they didn't get preseason. So he just come in cold. Um, he had a good second game of the season. And am I forgetting? Did he get sort of banged up or was it like he just, again, yeah. like Frank Reich was just playing Naeem Hines way more than I thought he ever would? No, I think there was a, a little he was bit still of an playing, injury. but it was like his, his carries dropped off. Uh, but still, it was, it was kind of one of those things like, you know, we saw the same thing with like Cam Akers last year, right? Like it took half a season for Cam Akers to figure it out. Um, even like Dobbins to some degree, it took in that you know, offense is totally different, but it took Dobbins like half a season too. to figure like, it out. Um, Jonathan Taylor had a great week too, and then kind of like eh, petered off. And then, yeah, the last like 
four or five weeks, six weeks of the season, he was like a monster. Um, I'm not sure he's going to you know, finish at that pace, but I do have him in my top six. Um, I do like him a lot this year. I think they're ready to move on from Marlon Mack. I think we're going to see a lot of Jonathan Taylor and a lot of Naeem Hines. Marlon Mack is going to be just a secondary piece at this point. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm still all in on, on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he, he went RB6, the pick right ahead of me in round two. And, and see, fish. and Scott Fish, and I, I don't Chubb, know I'm, if I would. I'm much more comfortable with Chubb. Mm. Taylor will catch more than Chubb. So that's why Chubb goes after Jonathan Taylor. Especially in half PPR, you get those you get those first down points, you know, and the catches are just going to help. I, don't, I mean, it could be close because who. Who's I took Naheem Hines and Scott Fishbowl because of uh, his catching yeah, up. I had him last yeah. year and he was phenomenal for me well yeah he was awesome he was like but, the uh, all-star of my shit fantastic <laughs> team <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh, no I, I i i like taylor i i think he'll be i think he'll be fine but i don't know if he's gonna finish exactly where everybody has him pegged to be finishing right now yeah, I think the problem is that behind him is there are so many question marks, right? Like you look at Zeke. I mean, he's always been he's been banged up. That offensive of line is kind of crap now. Chubb has to fight with Hunt, and I know Chubb's a monster. Um, you know, I mean, and then you can mix in any of the next six, right? Acres, Gibson, Eckler, Jones, Knight, Knight, uh, Harris, Swift, Dobbins, mix it like everybody has question marks. I think Taylor's better than Do all we, of them. Ronald Jones, there's no question mark there. Shut up. So, like, they all have question marks. And so, I think Jonathan Taylor is a more talented, has a way better offensive line. And, I mean, who says mix? Who, who says, uh, Mar- uh bleh, 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 bleh. Marlon Mack stays healthy? He hasn't proven to stay healthy for most no of his one. career. I don't so. think anyone's saying it. <laughs> I just think so, like, I think that that's there. It's yeah, another I, body. Oh, it is. There. I agree. So, like, if you want to knock him down to, like, eight below Zeke and Chubb, I'm fine with that. But I think that's as low as you can put him. I really do. Um, Anyway, moving on here to the Jags. um, You know, we saw undrafted free agent James Robinson just explode last year. Um, He's a guy that, even after the first couple weeks, I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't think this can continue. Dead wrong. I will call myself out right now. I was dead wrong on that. Sorry to everybody I told not to pick him up. Um, but now, you know, they, they brought in Trevor Lawrence's teammate, ETN. You kind of touched on this a little earlier, but like, how do we see this backfield playing out in, in Jacksonville? Fucking messy. It's so <laughs> messy. It's going to be so messy. Thank you, because my, uh, my third running back is Scott Fish is now Robinson. Oh, sorry. I have no choice. I think they'll both (laughs) see production. The issue is guessing when or trying to figure out what the hell the plan is in that backfield. And, like, I have often talked about my disdain for uh, Jacksonville's draft process and Urban Meyer in general. And people are like, oh, well, imagine listening to what people say in the offseason. And, like, imagine – understanding what the hell is happening here. They drafted a running back. 
when they didn't necessarily need one. This was a pretty bad defense, like like severely lacking yep. on defense. And you had a running back come out and show you what he could do. It's just not a position they needed to worry about then. So I've been pissed we for a while sl- about this. So we do a live NFL draft show. We slammed that pick. Like I like ETN as much as anybody. I do. I think he's super right. talented. I slammed that. I like you. This is the the one position you didn't need, and you have a running back in James Robinson. You're paying pennies for right now. Don't pay up for ETN. Yeah. You didn't need it. So yeah, I, I'm 100 yeah. percent with you on that. So okay. I just think it's going to be a very messy and I like messy backfields or backfields I tend to not touch uh, unless one is super cheap. And I don't feel like either are cheap enough to uh, pick up right now. So I'll just wash my hands. Yeah, I mean, I I did take Robinson running back 32. That's not fish. So I felt like it was. Value enough, he's okay. gonna get work. You know, there. I think it works. It's gonna be a fifty-fifty split. Um, yeah, and uh, your boy, uh, your boy JB just took uh, Devonta Smith. So, yeah, he's been panic, panic texting the group. Oh, he's been for like panic. A while. He's been panic uh, <laughs> drafting the entire draft. <laughs> uh, and it's your fault. I you take yeah. pride in that. I hope oh, I've been, I've been like, so sending, I've been sending all like the the funny memes at him, like in our chat. Oh yeah, I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. AJ, what do you think about this backfield? Quick. Well, again, I randomly grabbed ETN over Gaskin, thinking, okay, college coach, college player coming into the NFL. I think this could be interesting teammate quarterback also nfl quarterback um yeah and then i immediately read something i want to say it was on fantasy pros that talked about james robinson getting the bulk of if not all of the end zone like goal line carries i'm like yep should have went gaskin should have went michael michael thomas should well should have done anything better than what i just did I mean, he um, again another another knock on on the coach there, Urban Meyer, is he comes out like a week after they pick ETN and goes, "Oh yeah, we're gonna line him up out of receiver." What? You have Ooh, three good receivers. Games? What is wrong with you? You drafted a running back for if he gains the- eligibility at ah! receiver. Does that? Help me in well, Does it? Yeah, but he's not going to have. I don't. I, here's the like. People are like, yeah, I want my running back to catch passes. Well, me too. But I want him to do it as a running back, right? Yeah, yeah like I want him to. It's also not carry the, same, the damn It's not the same situation. No. Oh uh, yeah. It's like when and somebody it, says it's a dual threat quarterback, and <laughs> by dual threat they mean they can run, but they can't throw. That's not dual threat. It's yeah. Tay means he's only good at one of those threats. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking so, about here? Yeah. Makes me nervous. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know what to make of it. I, I think it'll be interesting Nobody does. To see. Nobody I, does, unfortunately. I think Robinson's still the more, you know, more appealing back to own because, A, of his ADP, you can get him... Uh, let's see, one, two, three rounds later, 
um, at least, and have somebody that's apparently going to get all the goal line work. Now, does that mean he's only going to get work from the 20s in and it's going to be another situation like, uh, you know, where you have the one running backs good between the 20s, like the long side of the field, and then the other running back is the red zone guy? Maybe, but I, I, I think they're still going to have Robinson out there. I mean, they, they have to. So yeah. he, he, he proved it last year. He earned it last year. You can't discount that just because, you know, your long haired hippie quarterback decides to like crawl into your ear, like a little fucking silverfish and tell you to draft his buddy from college. Moving on. Move on. I was going to say, I'm done. Keep checking why before the show. Is, is that, is that me can, again? Can you, no. Can, can you Wait. read? Oh, it is me. Sweet. <laughs> Quick fire question. AJ, AJ's ready. <laughs> I wrote all these two. I was going to say, this is you, know. man. Uh, I just felt like I talked more on that last one, so I may It's have, okay. Whatever. All right. Quick fire question. What will Derrick Henry's final regular season stat line look like? Total yards, total touchdowns. I'm so ass at math and like stat lines and shit. Um, so I, I think, you know, fuck, I don't know. How many touchdowns did he have last year? Less touchdowns. Less touchdowns, less yards. Less, Let's do it. I. Yeah, less touchdown, less yeah, yards. I mean, he was 2012 <laughs> like yards, I think. 2017 yeah, and they added yards. Julio Jones. He had, I just 2040, know, I he had 2,027 yards, 17 20, touchdowns. He was a 7. The, I was going to say 18 <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, I thought he had 18, so I would have been close. Uh, but, what yeah, wait, less touchdowns. touchdowns 17? 17. Less touchdowns, less yards. And A in the 2019 is 16. I'll go like, even with the extra game, I'll go like 1,500 ish yards and like 15 touchdowns because I think he's still beast out. But like, 1,500 yards. He's still. Is I that mean, good? I get that the fucking guy is tired, but. He's not he, going for 2,000 again. Tired. Good no. lord. No, he's not going. They to brought in Julio. They're not. They're not going to hammer the ball through him as much as they did last Julio year. Julio does not three, get touchdowns. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Three hundred and seventy-eight rushing attempts last year. That was up seventy something from the year before. He's not getting that number again. He's going to drop back no. down to three hundred, if not below three hundred. So the yardage is going to drop like a rock, man. I'm telling you. No. Drop like a rock from the from two thousand, but it's still gonna be like fifteen. Yeah. No. So it's still fine. Like he's still RB, you know, five, OJ six, seven, like, whatever, three, four, whatever you want to call it. Like killed a couple people, and I'm still good. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's gonna be like eighteen hundred yards total. Total yards, and I'm gonna give him sixteen touchdowns. I'll go under on the touchdowns. I'd just like to say we really nailed that quick fire. Yeah, totally. that was not quick at all. <laughs> totally. AJ is yelling at me. All right, <laughs> moving on here. Like, this is our wide receiver ADP, AJ. Question and I Moving on. It up. 
Just like vacation. I like how Linda calls anyway. us out because this is what we need. <laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm so bad at anytime Troy says quick fire, I'm like, fuck. Okay. Really consulting. Yeah, anytime he tells me quick fire, I'm like, <laughs> Troy's on our show in a couple weeks, so it'll be good. I'll do a quick fire with him and see how he does. Quick and fire are two things that do not ever go together with me. We'll make sure we yeah. do a quick fire with, with, with Troy and, and figure out who did it faster. Guarantee you he bitches about John Bauer's quick fire answers because <laughs> they are not quick. Okay. Good times. Uh, all right. So let's let's get to uh let's get to receivers here. So we got beautiful first name, AJ Brown going at seven. Uh Julio Jones, the newbie in town, going at ten, DJ Baby Chark going at thirty one, Brandon. Cooks in the Kitchen, 36. <laughs> LaVisca Chenault Jr. at 42. Marvin Jones, uh, welcome to the shit fire of a division. 49. Michael Pittman, 50. T.Y., 52. Paris Campbell, 66. Lots of Colts in a row. Josh Reynolds, also welcome. Um, I'm sorry, 77. Yeah, you, your ADP was a lot higher until they brought in Julio, but uh, it was cool. Yeah. Um, so starting here with the Colts, like, there's a lot of options here. T.Y. has obviously been a good receiver for much of his career, a little injury prone, but he has some flashes last season. But like, can he be a proven weekly starting receiver, like a flex option or even wide receiver three option every week? That's, I think that's about as high as we can go with him. I'm not going any higher uh, with him. Uh, given that he's got Wentz, possibly, and Wentz could be better than what he's had in years past. Yeah, I think proven uh, starting wide receiver is uh, depends on how you look at it, but if you're looking from a strictly flex wide receiver three standpoint, absolutely. I think I don't think there's any reason to doubt he can't do that. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to, like, come out and guarantee it. I don't guarantee my takes because that is terrifying. But I don't mind some T.Y. Hilton late in drafts, and he's going late enough that he's a guy you can take a shot on to uh, line up in good matchups in your flex. So uh, I think he'll I think he'll do just fine as a weekly starter in your flex spot. I mean, and so in, in your mind, then, at his ADP of 52, he's a bargain. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, I sort of agree. I kind of I kind of yeah. like his upside. I think he's still talented. He he showed it a few weeks. The problem is the injuries with him. Like he just can't stay on the field. So yeah, but he's finally has an ADP that's you know valuing his injuries exactly. So it's like okay, we'll finally bring this into uh, perspective here. Um, yeah, I I like Ty where he's going now. Um, I, I do like Pittman too. I think he's got. Uh, I like Pittman a lot. A, ton of upside um i'm very surprised to see that he is that close to to ty as far as how far down it is um i just think that there there's a lot of people just sleeping on this offense and, and i think it's gonna potentially surprise some people so Maybe as we get closer to the season and have some pregame, uh, preseason games, you know, under everyone's belt, then that might change. But if not, I'm happy buying where they are now. 
So, yeah, I I do want one or two of these uh, receiving options uh, just to take a stab and figure out which because they're going so late, like they're free. Yeah. So why not? Why not take a stab at one or two of them in 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 your leagues uh, at where they're going? So. Uh, next question. Come on, Joe. My computer just froze. Shut up. Jacksonville. Um, so barring injury, like, you know, we just talked about how many options at receiver, uh, the Jags have shark, Marvin Jones, Chenault, throw an ET in there, I suppose. Uh, who knows? Uh, but out of those three, you know, who, who's the one that you really want for this, 2021 season. I'm taking Marvin Jones at cost. Uh, You know, um, Urban Meyer came in and what do you say about DJ Chark? He's a big wide receiver that plays small. That instills some confidence in you. That feels good. That says that about you. His high ankle injuries have been happening for multiple years, which is Mm. a little concerning to me. I'm not one to like throw around injury prone. Like it's a real thing. But high ang- high ankle injuries, I think, can can continue to come back if you don't mm-hmm. actually fully heal from them. Uh, I don't think that that's what fantasy football doctors have told me. So I just listened, just so we're clear. I didn't come up with that on my own. I mean, I would think the fantasy. <laughs> I'm not I would think doctors are smarter than we are when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll trust them. <laughs> but. Uh, so I worry right. about DJ Chark, and I was like, I liked him uh, originally last year, and then had an uh, injury-riddled season. And sure, he could come back and be healthy this whole year. But like I said about what Urban Meyer said, that's just a weird thing to say. I think that's just a weird thing to say. See, I like I like Shark. I just but yeah, it's it's hard to trust him at his ADP where he's going. And yeah, I passed on him in Scott Fish and was like. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I went elsewhere. So, and I know I, there are a bunch of Chenault uh, apologists and lovers and truthers yes. out there, and that's fantastic and good for you. But does it <laughs> yeah. not feel like Urban Meyer is trying to make Etn Lavisca Chenault a yes. little bit? Yeah. Uh huh. So that's as I soon mean, as he came Marvin out and said Jones what he did. Yeah. Like, My only okay. problem with Marvin Jones is he's like. Easily the most inconsistent receiver I've ever like owned. Like, yeah, he always has like two or three like forty point games, and everybody's like, "Oh, but he finished receiver 30 You're like, (laughs) but the other weeks he finished receiver ninety nine. Like, he was terrible. So like, I I'm done with Marvin Jones. Like, I just can't do the ups and downs because like, when are you ever gonna know to actually start him? Especially now that he's got, you know two other capable receivers on his team. At least before it was just Galladay and last year he didn't have Galladay. So he finished way better last year. Um, Cause he was the only That's one. He got this trade. Yeah. So Urban's I like, just, damn, check this guy out. Bring him in. Uh, yeah. I, out of all of them, I think, I think I'd like Tark the best, but I'd, I do like Jones's upside because of what I've seen and and owning him, but I, I feel like it's more he's more of a, a you know best ball draft person. Like that's that's really the yeah. How are you gonna bore with Jones targeting. for that? Um, Let's go on. 
But other than that, yeah, I just I don't really want not interested in this offense other than ETN. <laughs> this has been apparently. a really good show of us just being like. I mean, yeah, basically we yeah. knew when we, when we were. So me, Jeff, and AJ all got together one night and we planned all these shows. We got to the ASC South. We planned out like all the North, all the East. Then we got to the South. We were like, we're yeah, just gonna like, skip. we're just gonna skip this one for now. And then we went to the West. <laughs> I don't even think I actually said yes. I'll take this one as you my did. Thing. Did I? Yes. Or was it? A oh sign no 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 no! Remember we like no, we like we, we like we like snake draft, and yeah. I won, and so you got stuck with the damn South. Exactly. And then you so didn't like, fill in the questions till yesterday. Fine. <laughs> you were like, I still don't want to do it. And I don't blame yeah, you. Well, I'm on vacation. <laughs> hmm. How's that vacation. going? Vacation. Vacation. Whatever. Yep. Still getting Sometimes drunk. those are the best, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I've had a, good, a pretty good week. Let's finish off All the right. wide receivers here, man. All right. So quick fire. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Tennessee. Does the addition of Julio down by the schoolyard help or hurt AJ Brown's value? And follow up, which receiver would you rather own in 2021? Man, this might be the first time I don't answer whichever one's the cheapest because I still went AJ Brown yeah. over Julio Jones. I don't think it helps yeah. or hurts him. I, I mean, maybe he loses a little bit of volume, but I don't think it's going to be enough to truly affect his uh, overall score. So I'm I'm still pretty in on AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a fairly I don't want to call it a low passing volume offense, but it's not one of the tops, right? It's not the it's not the box. It's not going to be, you know, Houston last year. It's not, you know, these teams that, you know, pass six seven hundred times a game or a season. Um, they don't do that, but they're in a very efficient offense. And so that's still going to play in A.J. Brown's favor. Um, so he's going to have, you know, every catch he's get is going to go for, for tons of yardage. That's what he does. He's a big-time receiver. Uh, and if, honestly, if anything, like, I mean, I know Julio's not what he used to be, but he's still better than Corey Davis. So he could get a little bit of extra, like, safety over-the-top help. Then maybe that lets A.J. Brown a little more free or vice versa. Like, it's a, like he's going to flip-flop, like, you know, like all season long type of thing. So, um I kind of see this helping Brown just slightly uh, from an efficiency value, um, but I do think it reduces his volume because I, you know, I know Davis got a ton of work last year, but Jones is just another level above Corey Davis if he can stay on the field. We all know Jones has injury history as well. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think if anything, it it, it will help. Brown in the sense that people have to think about Julio. Yeah. So last year, you know, Corey Davis had his breakout season because everybody was focusing on AJ Brown, um, you know, and, and Davis finally came through and, and had a good year, but it wasn't every week that he was like, Hey, guess what? I'm blowing up because AJ Brown still had a really damn good season. Um, 
So I, I think it's interesting. I still think this is more of a run first team. Maybe yeah. that will change this year with Julio there. I think it will. I think it'll balance out a little bit more. Um, Tannehill is a, he's an efficient quarterback. Um, so I, I think it's gonna it's gonna help the overall situation. I don't necessarily think it's gonna hurt Brown's volume a well, ton. So to kind of flip this real quick before we move on to tight ends, what do you think about Julio's value now that he's in Tennessee and it's he's not going to see the volume he did in Atlanta? Linda, what are your thoughts? I was on mute. Sorry. Um, no, I'm all good. I like Julio Jones great for real football and for fantasy football. I probably won't uh, won't have him. Yeah. AJ? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be very solid for Tennessee. Um I, I'm just not really interested in owning him in fantasy though. Yeah. If he I, falls I, to me at a certain point. He's not though, man. His okay, ADP is still great. pretty high. But, I mean, he's still top yeah. ten. I want yeah. guys behind him. That they're going after him way more, and yeah. so I agree. I mean, the big the big reason why is just he was a volume hog in Atlanta. I mean, they, that was one of the highest passing rate, the pass highest passing offenses in the league for the, the last however many years. Like you could go back yeah. probably five six years, right? And they just passed the ball a ton. Um, yeah, he didn't score the touchdowns, but he was still catching a hundred passes. You know, every season because he got 180 targets. It felt like it was just, it was just monster. So he's, but he's not going to see the kind of volume. So unless he can get his touchdown rate up, which maybe with the more efficient offense, he will. Who knows? Uh, I think we're just going to have to wait and see if that actually works. But I'm not willing to take that risk because he yeah. has been a volume type receiver. But finishing off here with tight ends. Uh, it's not pretty for this division. <laughs> uh, I wrote down five. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah, <laughs> this one's worse. This is probably the worst of them because uh, we start yeah. off with Anthony Ferkser at 26. I mean, at least we had some top 10 guys in the other ones. Yeah. Then we got Jack Doyle, 32, Aikens at 39, Mo Alley Cox at 40, and just for shits and giggles, I threw in Tyler Eifert at 45 because. I don't know. Felt weird to only list four. I don't know why. But uh, anyway, AJ, this was your question, so I let you have it. I would be happy listing one, um, maybe two. Um, Zero? <laughs> yeah. I took Ferkser in best ball the week before John, uh, Julio got traded. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that backfired. <laughs> what a mistake. All right. So Jacksonville said we'd get back to it here. Mr. Tim Tebow is now the man with the plan behind the other man with some sort of a plan. Um, <laughs> ETN receiver. Will Tebow finally succeed in the NFL under his former college coach, who we all pretty much hate? And what is the over-under on how many air quotes again, Tebow TD praying poses. We will see 
in 2021? If every team that scores against the Jacksonville Jaguars does not do oh a Tim Tebow <laughs> praying pose, I'm going to start a riot. <laughs> like, how do you not? But that's hilarious. Just the whole concept is so ridiculous. I've mostly blacked it out of my head. It just, it's so insane. Fucking spare me. Get over yourself. You're done. It's time to put it up. Don't pick up another position and then call your college coach and be like, hey, coach, like, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, Please, man. It's, Please. it's just so insane to me. I, I will say I, this. I don't he, even. Mm. I will. I will say this. He did get a little jacked up, but there is zero I mean, chance like, he does I mean, like, I could go to the gym and get I know, right? There is zero <laughs> chance he does anything. There's I even talk that he's not even going to make the team now. Like, there, there's talk that he won't even make the team. Like, he's just been – he's like, looked terrible. Uh, so, I'm going to put – can I put the over-under on um, praying poses at .5? Sure. Because it's either over. one – you say over. You think he's actually going to – I don't think he's going to make the team. I don't think – okay, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Tim Tebow doing the pose? Because oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's him. Other teams it. should do it to – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to do it zero. Yeah, it, it's zero. But if other teams do it to mock It's point five. Him, would, so, yeah, it's point five. So, the, so it's under. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, so. I think he – I no. No, I think you're both mm-hmm. wrong. I am taking that over if you're setting the bar at point five. He needs to score a touchdown and then just go and still fuck himself. And, and, and it's, <laughs> it's, I've already won. So, oh, yeah. No. Done. I'm Game moving one. on. It's going to be ETN, you know, fake. He's going to come in, run the, the wild cat or, you know, the gator cat or whatever the fuck Urban Meyer wants to call it at this point. Um, you know, the three-legged cat. And boom, he's going to score. He's going to skull fuck. He's going to dunk on the end zone. And then, you know, you're not going to hear about him for three weeks. Cause oh, my somebody... God. I hope I want that to happen. It will. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is going to happen. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for ETN people on Twitter that, like, when that happens, when T- Tim Tebow scores and they're like, what? Yeah, they're going to be like, shut up, bitch. Fuck. And I'll probably be one of them because I'm like, Fifth round, damn it. All right. Moving on here to Indy. Uh like Jack Doyle and Moali Cox, like they're I think they're fairly talented tight ends. Um and Wentz has had history of using his tight ends pretty well, especially under Frank Reich. Um with Ertz and Goddard. Like, if those two can stay healthy, can they be, you know, I mean, at this point, they're waiver wire pickups. But like, are they going to be like early season waiver wire pickups and actually like valuable for teams? I mean, as somebody that played with the Colts tight end on a carousel last year in like the biggest league that I won in like my biggest money league last season, nice. I played the Jacksonville Mo Alley Cox carousel all off season or all season. That being said, the only Colts tight end I'm even remotely interested in is Kylan Granson. And I'm not big on rookie tight ends, mm. but they I I feel like we've only heard positive things about him so far through rookie camp. I really like the kid, and it's already such a mess there anyway. 
that if I'm going to take a shot on one and I'm not going to, it's not, I'm not going to draft any of them, but it's a waiver wire pickup that I'll yeah. keep an eye on all season long. And if he pops in a game, I'll run and pick him up. So absolutely. No, that's, that's a good one. I like that. Um, AJ, you want to finish things off here with Tennessee? Sure, sure, sure. Quick fire. <laughs> um, oh. the, no. <laughs> I, I, She's like, I'm out. I, Bye. <laughs> every every time I have a Tennessee question, I have to say it now, and this is the last one, so I had to say it. You did like, do yeah. this in order every single position. I realized just now. No, I didn't. I I didn't do that on purpose. I well, I uh, except for quarterbacks. I did quarterbacks is the only order one because there's a fucking order to things, and it's alphabetical, Joe. But yeah, I. Figured Joe. out which team we weren't going to talk about. And... Damn, AJ's angry tonight. I'm not angry. I'm <laughs> you are angry. You yelling at me. Vacation. You need to take it down. Damn, dude. We're relaxing. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm enjoying a Kushwa right. brewing something. Um, force of perception, New England style dippa. So Jesus. yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. After your four glasses of the wine earlier, apparently. All right. Just ask the same question. Four? <laughs> oh, jeez. Might be over on that one. Um, okay. Jeff has left the room, by the way. He's not even here. the departure of Johnny Smith to New England, are you buying into the Fersker fever that Joe was in Nashville? Yeah, fuck yeah, I was until they brought in Julio Jones. I was all in before Julio Jones. Everybody was. Ferkser had, like, the amount of, like, rats he ran from the slot and all this, all these numbers that made him look like this really appealing option in that offense was a lay, which is what you look for when you're going for a late round tight end that you're just throwing an absolute blank dart on it's how people ended up drafting robert tunyon last year it you're just guessing at that point and he had all of the right pieces for him to be that answer and like i got into it with people about ferkser i don't know two days before they traded for julio jones i was like <laughs> hey uh never mind about yeah. all those things right my bad <laughs> Yeah, Socks. I was all in on it. By the way, can I just call out Jeff for actually using SZN for season? Jeff, you're better than this. <laughs> you're better than this. No seasons. No, no, none of that crap. Type it out. AJ's leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> Our producers in the background is going like, eh, deal with it. <laughs> eh. It's been that's like the theme of tonight. Nah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, it's been a fun show. It's um, spelled <laughs> with more than that in letters. <laughs> Fuck, there's some vowels in there. Oh, no goddamn Z. Just slow us down. Apparently. Oh, All right, well, this has been a fantastic show. Everybody um, trying to quick fire on spelling words now. <laughs> I can't even get words out of laughing. Um,. Let, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter and uh, what you got going on, you know, elsewhere. You don't want to try to say my handle again? <laughs> no. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. The over Lindellians. Nailed it. Got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians. We do Fantasy Football Confidential Wednesdays at 9 Eastern. 
fantasy besties I do with JB from the Boys to Men division with you on uh, Mondays around 7.15 Eastern. It's just really when we all get home from work and have time. And then Sundays, me, Steffi Smalls, Cooter Doodle, and uh, Victoria underscore FFB are starting a sit-start show once the season kicks off. So nice. that's that's where you'll be able to find me in season. I love her uh, little short clips that she does on YouTube. Those things are hilarious. Uh, Cooter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. G-Pods? She's fantastic. Those things are awesome. <laughs> I, uh, the first one I saw was the one with uh, Scott Simpson because he's uh, a local Marylander to us, and me and AJ are in a league with him. And uh, so, like, he was tweeting it out. And I saw it. And I was like, "This is awesome!" And I looked up some of the other ones, and they were they were good. So yeah, Cooter's good people. She uh, I met her in a all girls keeper league, and cool. on Sleeper, her name was also Cooter Doodle. And I was like, "You're gonna be my favorite person." <laughs> I can already tell. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, it was a blast. I know thank I had a good time, AJ. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime soon, hopefully. And uh, have a good night, and we will uh, talk to you later. Thanks, guys. All right. See all right. All right, AJ. We uh, close out the show here. You got any more fun words to say tonight? You just You've been on fire, man. I don't know if I can really top what else I've already done. <laughs> um, I'm sure I could if I find a, a, a way, but I, I need like nice setups to jump you need, into. You need it. me to say something stupid. Yeah, that, that's usually how it works. Uh, I mean, that helps, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not. I, it, I, my comedic genius doesn't only happen because you say dumb shit. So um, there, there's other layers to it, Joe. Mm-hmm. So Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm 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 a complex complex mind. All right. All right. Well, that is it for the show. Next week we are bringing on why well, won't my tabs work? Here we go. Oh, next week we are bringing on the aforementioned Troy King. <laughs> Not Eisenberg. Troy King to I talk know. AFC West. So that'll be a good one. Uh Linda was just oh, talking yeah. about him, so I'm looking forward to having Troy on. He's a good guy, man. I, I've seen him on on Twitter doing a lot of positive things, so I'm I'm excited to have him on yes. for sure. Um, yeah, well, talking to AFC West, it'll be a much more exciting discussion is tonight. I mean, we had fun just dogging this division, man. This felt like the AFC West show last year where we just like dogged the entire division. Well, maybe just the Broncos. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll do it again. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, all right, we are out. Peace, everyone. Good night.